This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Remain blessed as you listen. I'd like us to, you know, let's come together. Let's come together as together as we can. Um, this morning, we're going to break our conversation into three parts. We'll have 30 minutes, and then 30 minutes for maybe sharing a few things with us. Then we have a 30 minutes breakout session for breaking into groups. And then we'll do a one hour together, uh, playing, playing. <laughs> um, and my own personal observation, you know, I've tried to think about this before. I don't know if you've tried before. But one day I sat down and thought, can I remember the things that changed my life? And how many of them happened in a very big crowd? And I can't remember many of them. Uh, the changes happened in very small conversations where I had the liberty to question, to challenge, to ask, to get details about exactly what I was learning. I was sharing with us yesterday that I observed somebody who I wish he had met me before he spent 50 million. I didn't tell you the amount. He had spent 50 million. That 50 million is not going to grow. And it's not because I'm a prophet of doom. It's because I understand the mistakes that he has made already. And there are mistakes that I could have made. And there are mistakes I'm probably making in some areas of my life. Um, where I go forward without guidance. Uh, and... I think it's almost natural for us to go forward in life without guidance. I saw that play out very much in the game we played yesterday. And I remember the game we played, the same game, I played in the office with some people, and somebody wanted to take a decision, and the person looked at me and said, Sir, I need advice. I'm about to do this, what do you think? And it felt very interesting and refreshing. Because that person will have access to my 20 years or 20, 17 years of knowledge just by asking. And I'll tell you something. The people who have gone ahead of you, who are doing very well in the lines you want to do well in, love to be asked. So the reason why you are not tapping into that reservoir of knowledge and wisdom is not because you are stingy. It's totally up to you. You are the one who is swimming in River Niger and running away from River Niger to wash your hand with spit. I go together that you need to be able to understand the value that surrounds you and to be able to ask. This morning, I was reading my devotional this morning and I saw the attempt of the person who developed the devotional to try to reinforce our our understanding of who the Holy Spirit is. You know, to understand that he's not only a comforter, he's also our champion. He's also our counselor. He's also everything that God is to us. He is also omnipotent. He is also omniscient. As in, he knows all things, has all power, and he resides on your inside. I think many of us live our lives as an aberration to the value that surrounds us. Because we do not tap into it. Are we together? That more often than not, there's tremendous value around you. And God is looking at you, praying some prayers that don't make any sense. Because the answer was already there before you started praying. So this morning, if there's any encouragement in my heart for you, I'll say beyond any message that is preached. Because at the end of the day, it's not the message that is preached. It is what I take into action from the things that I have come to realize and learn that makes that is valuable to me. Are we together? That is the reason why 20 people can hear the same thing. One person achieves a lot more than the remaining 19 put together. It's not the quality of the seed. It's the quality of the soil. So this morning, um, and, and in games, I observe. I just observe. So I observed yesterday that as soon as the game started, some of us threw away love. 
<laughs> love is supposed to be our lifestyle. Is it not? Love is who we are. I think I saw people, no, 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 no. You can go, we'll take you back to the market. If you don't want to buy, don't buy. I said, bros, you will not lose. You will not lose. He said, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, and it's a game. It's fun. But it begins to reveal who subconsciously we really are. And our level of current reasoning. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if there's anything I want you to understand today, understand that there is value around you in the form of the Holy Spirit is primary value we all have access to. And then there's value around you in people who the reason why they are not sharing is not because they don't feel like sharing. It's not because they want to erase the pathway that got them to success. It's because our own mouths are sealed. Because we are living in abundance, but we just do not query it. And this doesn't just affect one area of life. It's in all areas. Family, marriage, business, finance. Different aspects of our lives are concealed to us to the degree to which we place a demand. I'll give you a very interesting illustration. So, I, I and my wife have a personal relationship with Pastor Tsude Bakari. Personal relationship started, I think, about many, not many years ago. I think it started in 2010. 2010, uh, 13 years ago. Now, I used to, I, you know, I, I've once worshipped there before. Spent like a year or so worshipping there. And I see how, if you want to see those kind of people, there's protocol, protocol, after protocol, you know, there, there are thousands in the church. Who says you should be the one that will see the person at any time? But I realized something. I realized that everybody, no matter how high up they are, they are really available. The only reason they are not available is because you place no demand. So, one day I decided to place a demand. And from that demand, it's as easy, almost, as in it looks ridiculous. But it's as easy as I pick my phone and say, can I be coming now? It's that simple, really. I can, Hello, sir. We need to see you. I want to come now. He will say, ah, I have a meeting now. If you can wait for the meeting to be over in 30 minutes, we can see. Or, hi, 7 o'clock. Or, sir, today, say no, today, can we come at 11? I've been there before 12 midnight. Only because I placed a demand. And I'll tell you, it sounds funny, but there was a time when there was a time when I would place so much demand that even the children will say you are spending more time with that guy than us. And he will say to them, I'm available to you. But you're not asking me anything. He, he will come with his friends. I don't even go alone. <laughs> he will come with his friends. I will introduce him to somebody new. I say, this, this, this person. And we'll be asking questions. And everybody who has passed away is excited to share with you, is excited to see you succeed. The limitation to what we have access to is, is us. Tell your neighbor if it is to be, it is up to me. Tell your neighbor if it is to be, it is up to me. And I think if there's anything I want us to achieve going forward from here, is open your mouth and place demand. You may think, ah, this person, nobody is far away. Nobody. Nobody. They are only as far away as our willingness to place the demand. I'm not saying go and ask for urgent 2K. Yeah, I'm asking you to ask for urgent wisdom. Are we together? Uh, and if it starts with urgent wisdom, gradually it will mature into wisdom that is not so urgent. Okay, because now we can plan ahead and do what we want to do. But ladies and gentlemen, there's so much around us that all you need to do is ask. I'll tell you, you know, a little bit as well. I want us to have practical things. We can, you know, because I'm asking myself, what will leave, what will take, what will you take away from here? It's what you do with what you hear. And I like playing, so that when we are playing, you know, you see our reality as well. Now, I'm doing a business. I'm, I'm, I do a number of businesses. I and my wife. And as a business I'm doing, my wife is saying, ah, man, it's as if something's wrong with us. There's a business we are doing that gives us no stress. 
the staff that we like the staff for the business were loaned to us they had worked somewhere else for 12 years they were seconded to us so we don't have to train them i was together the person who supervised them to check that everything's all right was seconded to us we don't even have to really supervise daily reports i get daily reports the template for the daily reports to know what happened today was given to us i didn't need to create i was together yeah. we have our own bank accounts where remittances are made on a daily basis the business is so stressless when we finally decided to start the business i asked my mentor that and you watched me for 10 years Ten years ago, I even had more liquidity. I probably would have done, overdone. Why? I said, I've always been telling you now. I've always been telling you that you can do this. You know? And I always complain. The complaint I and my wife have is, ah, it's far. I went together. It's, we're in Lagos. We're talking about something in Iwo. And then he says to me, can you not see Larry? I said, I can see him. He said, where does Larry live? I said, Ireland. Is he not doing the business? I said, he's doing it. He said, because of his permanent residence in Ireland, he has not come for the last two years. His business is, his business is at least two billion naira in valuation. And it runs on the same. So I'm like, sometimes it can be staying in the face like this. And you will miss it. Just because you will not ask. And sometimes we feel that maybe I should only ask somebody who is very high above and is far away. Maybe that's where the value is. Yeah. There's value all around you. I we together. Yesterday, Debbie was teaching me how to make money on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, Debbie. <laughs> I was about to check. <laughs> I have not seen the alerts. <laughs> but we need to learn to ask. Yeah, we need to learn to ask. We need to learn anything that is troubling you that you need guidance on. Even if it's not troubling you. Many times we don't even research enough to know that we need guidance. Now, Forgive me, I'm using examples I'm familiar with. A standard poultry cage does not have walls around it. It used to cost 20 million naira to build just the house. The house, a normal human house, will not cost you more than that as well. So to build this house, it will cost 20 million, eh? and you will not be able to live inside because it was made for, chi for chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to dig the foundation you have to do some kind of floor leveling drainage sometimes when I go to my mentor's farm I see roads I see flowers, I see trees I see <laughs> I see a lot of proactive thought that went into building something that you know you want to enter the gates, you first of all dip your car inside disinfectant, you disinfect yourself coming to the environment that's the thought behind what has gone on there i work together i'm very structured very organized if you look if i give you the address and you go to google map you will see the structure the way that it is many of us we want to do what we want to do ah this thing can bring money i work together there's sharp 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 there's nothing beautiful that comes out of sharp 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 is a lesson ground you will learn lessons that will cost you money. And then when you're finished learning, you probably come back to your senses and then be able to ask somebody to guide you. So what I'm just reinforcing this morning is that need for guidance. Um, marriage is the only institution where you get your certificate before you start the course. <laughs> first of all, give you certificates. You have no experience. Uh, driving license. You, your eye will see pepper before you collect it. Particularly in developed economies. You will drive, drive. UK. You will move to the other side. You will drive, drive, drive. I have one friend of mine who was telling me that he doesn't like driving. In my mind, I'm like, you don't have driving license. 
<laughs> you are living in America, you don't like driving. Tell me the truth. <laughs> you know what's going on is the rigors you need to pass through to get the license. It's rigor. If you, have, if you don't know how to drive, you don't know how to drive. You know, and if you know how to drive in Nigeria, it's a different driving. You need to learn how to use the road signs, learn where to say all those very, very small, small details that you normally won't pay attention to. I'm sure that if I need to relocate, one of the biggest problems for me relocating will be that because I don't drive here. I can drive, I don't. I stopped driving. I stopped driving daily, maybe 18 years ago. I've had a driver since I didn't have a car. So even if there's no car, I'll be driving me. <laughs> you know, and, and somehow I've gotten so comfortable with the idea of walking on the road that I'm not even going to get back into that space. And somehow I've been favored. I've had the same driver for like 17 years. He took a two-year break, saw life outside, and came back himself. I said, sir, when I was with you, I felt like a human being. Uh, when I went out there, I was collecting double the money, but I didn't feel like a human being. I felt like a driver. You know, so I think, I think it's important that we, we always aspire to find what is the best state, what's the best possible in any venture we are into, and then allow that best to instruct you. Okay, deliberately query that best that you have seen. And today, because we're talking about marriage and family, it's also one of those places where we feel very comfortable to just wing it. I was together. Yeah, yeah. Is it not? It's my marriage now. No marriages are alike. Let's just wing it. Yeah? And because you are winging it, you have unique problems that are unique to you. And you can wing it and wing it and wing it and it can be beautiful. Or you can get guidance. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. And thank God for God's word. There is a rich resource. I, I don't know how marriages survive without God. I don't know. I know some do. They have an arrangement. They are not, they are not godly people. They have an arrangement. But I know that my defaulting place every time when things are not the way I want it or things are not going clearly is God. So when I consider God, the problem is solved. I we together. So uh, I ask myself things like, what I'm complaining about now, am I doing it to you, God? And God tells me, yes. In fact, you are doing worse to me. Let's talk about it. And then I say, God, forgive me. Then I realize I need to forgive my partner as well. I was together. Because I'm guilty of the same thing. Yeah, she's taking me for granted. He said, welcome. So you know how it feels. <laughs> yeah, she's, whatever she's doing, I'm more of a culprit. I was together. So God, kind of like, Bible says a three-string cord is not easily broken. If your cord doesn't have God in it, I don't know where you default to. You know, when my brother there was sharing the example yesterday of a wife that became financially demanding, yeah, and the husband had to divorce and all that. In my mind, I was saying, it's because you have divorce as an option. No? If you don't have an option, you will find a way. You will find a way. Uh, you, of course, yeah, sometimes people went that one chance. Like the kind the brother described. And it's one chance for real. But you, you, if there's no way out, you will find a way to make it work. Either you will motivate you to be a more ginger person so that you can at least make sure that there are some comforts available or you will, you will define the rules by which you work. But essentially what I'm saying is there's available guidance around you know, that we can maximize. Um, so, the question I'd like to ask this morning is, what kind of family will you like your family to be? What kind of family will you like to have? What is the desire? Because I need to have something I'm building against, otherwise, I don't know where the journey is going to end. So, do I have an image of what my desired family will be? And in that definition, there are, things, there are many things that you are likely to leave out. I went together. We just want to be a loving family, love ourselves. There are different stages in your family. I work together. So there's going to be a time in your family where all eyes will not be on even the couple. It will be on the children. There will be a time in that journey where what will excite you is that your children love God on their own. 
without your prodding. Are we together? A season of life where your children are doing well means different things. Are we together? And all of these journeys are journeys are going to reach. So if you want to define utopia and say, this is the kind of family I want to have, there are a lot of ingredients that make that up. The Bible says a, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. You know, I believe, and from my little study, I usually say, I, I, I think I wrote a, a piece of work on this, that your parenting errors will show the most in the second generation. Your parenting errors are not likely to show your children. Your parenting errors will show when your parents try to copy what they saw you do. Your children, when they try to copy what they saw you do. They, when, once you begin to see your grandchildren, you will know that, ah, <laughs> I didn't train these children to train anybody. I just expected that they will see my life and that will be it. You know, so, um, if this generation is making any mistakes in parenting, it's probably the reason what they saw. Our parents didn't really parent in our generation. Our parents didn't really parent like that. Our parents parented by default. Meaning, many of us got born again and got serious with God when they were not. So somehow, the Holy Spirit intervened in our development. All we learned from them is what we saw them do. Are we together? And if we're not careful, we'll go like that into the next generation and we'll realize that it doesn't work like that. You know, sometimes these days, my daughter says some things and I want to correct her. But I feel, no, 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 let me allow her. <laughs> um, my wife sometimes looks at me when I and my daughter are having conversation. And she says, ah, this course is hard. I say, what's the worst that can happen? She said, what do you mean? I said, the worst that can happen is I will fail it. I said, so fail it. Ah, I said, how? What do you mean? I said, if you fail it, you'll do it again. So by that time, you'll be ready. Say, no, I don't want to see the lecture again. I said, <laughs> but what am I doing? I'm making sure that she owns it. They're not passing for me. Oh. I've done my own exams. Probably still doing a few of my exams. I don't want to raise somebody who is thinking I'm doing it for daddy. No, 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 no. You're doing it for yourself. If you, if you fail it, I'm not going to be angry that you failed it. By God's grace, I'll pay school fees. Yeah? If you have carryover, no problem. I know one of those families that you say, ah, my parents will not allow me to come home because I have carry over. No, carry it. I have successful friends that carried it over. I was together. They had carry over. He gave them opportunity for clarity. They stayed in school for one year with not much to do. They read their Bible more. They sang what they wanted to do with their lives more. Came out and are angry at the system and want to prove a point. And their lives are better for it. So why should I, why should I save you from all of that? <laughs> I don't need to save you from all of that. Anything that, you know, what's happening? The lecturer is not teaching you. Then teach yourself. The whole idea of school is learning how to learn. What am I saying? I'm saying that the demands on us are different. The demands on us are huge. We are living in a generation where, yes, we know God. Yes, we love God. We need to define our standards for the next generation. The first step is having a clear picture of what do I want my family to be? What kind of relationship do I want to have with my wife, with my spouse? What kind of, how do I want our relationship to be? Now, we, I think somebody mentioned yesterday when we were having a question um, that, well, maybe not in those direct words, but my observation also shows me that nothing good grows by chance. If you go somewhere, you see a farm of maize arranged in a row and everything growing same height and the maize is coming out on the left and on the right and everything is green and the land is green. Eh? It didn't happen by chance. It wasn't that, ah, the maize just appeared. No. The only thing that appears without effort is weed. If you go somewhere, you see everything scattered. And you see different kinds of crops growing and disturbing each other. Nature can do that. Negative is normal. If you want positive, it needs to be because of deliberate action. So, but I cannot be deliberate about what I can't see. The same thing we said yesterday about finance. My hands can't heal, my eyes can't see. I cannot throw stone at a mango I cannot see. I go together. I first of all, this is so the same thing in my family. I need to define what the ideal is. What's the ideal? The ideal is I am my, I am my, so I can mention a few ideas, so maybe we can play with. I and my spouse are friends, we are friends. We want to be friends till old age. We want to be friends. I go together. I want to be able to be like my brother yesterday described. Uh, is it Jerry? Oh, huh? Henry. Is this is the Mary. 
Get a place, keep on Jude, like Jude described. You, whenever anything happens in your life, you want to call, isn't it? Yeah. You want to call someone. I want my spouse to be the kind of person that I want to call. I don't want my spouse to be the person that is counting it for me. But you have called me four times now. <laughs> or you call two times, I call seven times. I don't want to count it. I want to be, I want to have true friendship. Now, we know that true friendship requires time. And true friendship is not, doesn't have a, it doesn't have a toll gate where you say we have not entered true friendship. <laughs> from here on, it's true friendship. No, it needs to be cultivated. So, for example, I and my wife still make sure that every month, before there was a time we were doing it every week. Every week we have a day out. Every week. Whether we have money or not, we'll do the one that our pocket can contain. Okay, but recently we revised it to, to once a month using our anniversary date as the day where we must go out. Okay? And we go out, we spend time, we go and gist, you know, whatever it is we want to go and do. We go out, to go and do it. Why? Because we feel we have not reached the bus stop yet. We are still growing in friendship, in, in talking. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, we have a unique reality where we even work together. So we can tell ourselves, we don't need it now. We see every day. But it's exceptional. Because it's what you set out time to do that you will do. If it's work, work mode activated. You know, and if it's play, play mode also activated. So have a clear picture of how you want that friendship to be. Your relationship with your children. That's another key point. That you want to identify how do I want this to be. I we together. Now, I realize that men, maybe when we have our breakouts, men, <laughs> men are going to be in trouble though. Eh? Men, men, there's trouble ahead. And the best time to correct the trouble ahead is now. So, yeah, yesterday, the next best time is now. And what, what are the problems ahead? So, if you go for somebody was complaining recently, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of ours, who is into prosthetics, she, she gave birth to a child that was born without limbs. And that the shock, the trauma, because it was traumatic for her. You know, people ask her questions like, what did you do? What did you do that made her like that? Well, you know, all kind of very stupid questions. But in the heat of that challenge, she decided that she would spend, she, she would resign from where she was working and start a company to be making legs, prosthetic legs and limbs for people that don't have. So started that project some years back. And... So we went to her place and we were talking with her. And by God's grace, now she's been able to give limbs to about 362 children wow. in the last few years that she's done the... And one limb costs about 1.5 million. So if you multiply it, that's about 500 million plus, essentially, spent in providing legs, limbs. So sometimes you see people wear trousers. You know, there's a trouser there. The leg stopped here. But there's an iron leg made with feet. Some of them paint their feet as well, wear shoes. You probably wouldn't even know if you're not paying attention. So that's what she does. So she was saying that men don't come here. It's only women. 99%. The father doesn't come. It's the mother. And there were unique reasons why that was happening. One of the unique, unique reasons was fathers kind of like don't like to show up where they are being blessed where they are being given because they are not paying for it it's free because they can't afford it so that men don't like to be showing up in a place where i can't afford it you are giving it to me what am i showing up there for somehow it feels beneath them i think it's a humility problem okay but or ego problem men have that and i said to her madam it's not even here alone pta meeting men are invisible there they feel let me go and hustle to make the money. Pay the school fees. Let the woman take care of that. Unfortunately, it's a grave mistake we're making. It's a grave mistake. I'll tell you something. Because <laughs> if you don't build a relationship with your children, you will soon discover that they're your wife's children. 
I know families where I know families that are more playing. I know families where the children send money to mommy. Full stop. And they warn mommy, don't tell daddy. Sometimes they send money to daddy just so that daddy doesn't know that they are sending mommy money to mommy. So they'll send it to daddy and say, daddy, share it. And then they'll send mommy personally. Say, mommy, this is for you. Because it's mommy they know. And that's because it's mommy that's always been there. You need to have a vision of the kind of relationship you want to have with your children. And God, God have mercy on you. You and your wife are not even friends. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, that's what they call. That's what I call. I call it early divorce. is the first sign of divorce. I've told my children, there's no omugo with our family. Any omugo, we are going together. <laughs> we are going together. Eh? Would you like not carry them? <laughs> you know, Omugo these days is a very prestigious thing. With all the children, I've jacked back to Canada, jacked back to US. You just be the Omugo, UK, Omugo, Canada, Omugo, US. The stupid man will be as well. Because he must be a stupid man. <laughs> the people that were not attracted to him before, even if they were not attracted to him before, they would become attractive to him now. Because his wife has gone for Omugo. I don't know if he's, I don't know who go in all the equation there, sir. <laughs> because somebody's doing Omugo, somebody's Omugo. <laughs> but, but, your, that relationship is not something that you will fix accidentally then. Yeah. There has to be a conscious reach out to communicate, converse, engage in the conversations, no matter how stupid they sound, no matter how beneath you they are. I was watching something from Japan and I realized that the Japanese the guy was saying eight Japanese habits that you need to you can inculcate in your life. And number one habit there was washing toilets. And I found, it, I found it very interesting, you know, that, you know, the toilet is white. So from a ch- childhood, you learn to wash toilets, to wash it. And it, it's so bad that there are companies, there are CEOs in Japan who wash the office toilet. Are, are you following me? Yeah. That the office CEO will go to the toilet, scrub the floor, go to the, the dish, the white dish, whoever clean it. It has to be clean. It has to be white. Every crevice, every whatever, he cleans it. And you know, it popped to me that this is the equivalent of washing the disciples' feet. Washing the disciples' feet doesn't mean anything to us now. But washing the disciples' toilets. <laughs> you know, because you, and they said they said there that he builds humility. That's how you wash toilets, you'll be humble. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> You'll be up daily. And they are, you mentioned a lot of things as well, that they are habits. But what that says to me is, if you are going to build a relationship and you have a vision of how your relationship with your children should be, it's now you need to begin to invest in it. You know, and it needs to be deliberate. You need to be proactive about it. You need to plan ahead and begin to have those conversations. Um, the moment you realize your child is calling on the phone and it says, give the phone to mommy, the reason that they called you is because they couldn't reach mommy's phone. There's a problem. Oh. There's a problem. You need to fix it. You need to begin to fix it. And unfortunately, I think the best time to fix it is when they are still young. Um, as they grow older, the only saving grace you have is that their mother loves you. Uh, which can still be a back door to ensure that you are not completely, completely cheated. <laughs> But have a vision for how you want that relationship to be. I think it's very, very important. Uh, many fathers are absent. And it's not because we are deliberate. It's because that was normal. What we observed growing up was that it was the mother that was there or something. So somehow it has grown as a default to say I'm the provider. Nobody cares what you're provider. In fact, nobody knows. Ah, I'm the one paying the school fees. You're a joker. Understand? You need to devalue the school fees you're paying. Really, really. I understand that nobody sends that one. <laughs> uh, you have done your duty. Finish. You didn't do more than your duty. 
Uh, so it's important that you get involved and don't second. So how your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your children, uh, your relationship with your children's children, what do you want to, what family legacy do you want to leave? What, Bible says a good man leaves and inheritance of his children. Do you want to, and this is, it sounds financial, but I think it's beyond financial. I think there's a financial component of it. I think finance is one of the biggest problems that families face. Yeah. Um, I think if there was an abundance of money, many people would not be complaining about anything. Because if the guy doesn't have time for you, you can go and do something with money. You know? Um, he doesn't have time for me. Seven days in Paris with shopping will cover for you. He doesn't have time for me. Yeah. I went together. My husband doesn't have time. He says, Madam, Madam, don't disturb me. I want to focus on business right now. Take, go to Paris. <laughs> you, I will be alright but because there is no money available somebody said something he said strategy is what you need when you, when you don't have sufficient resources when you have an abundance of resources there is no strategy required but when there is scarcity then you need strategy strategy is required when there are you know, limited resources and the person said in an interesting way that the only person that doesn't need strategy in the world is God because he has all things and that's why you can say all things work together for good. Because no matter how you do it, <laughs> it will still work together for good. Because it's not limited in resources. But you and I are limited in resources. Are we together? Yeah. And our limitation requires that we are strategic. Okay? And that strategy is, how do I deploy my resources today to ensure... How do I deploy my time today? How do I deploy my love today? How do I deploy my life today to ensure that my children are taken care of and their children are taken care of as well okay um what am i going to do for my children you know sometimes when i listen to testimonies of a few adults i'm very excited i listen to them very carefully i have a company of people that i meet with that are like 10 10 years older than me 10 15 years and more older than me and when i listen to them i hear things like we want to thank God because our children are not depending on us. Do you understand? And I'm, I'm transporting myself 15 years from now. And I'm realizing how much of a testimony that sounds to be. That our children are self-funded. They are taking care of themselves. This one has got into his own house. He, you know, he's even sending some money home. That's like a thing of pride for parents. Coming from a place where you are the one doing everything for them... To be able to see them transition to a place where they are on their own and they are doing well on their own is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. And ask yourself, of all the contributions you are making in school fees and everything you are doing, what are you working for? That's what you are working for. You are working for the opportunity of creating people who can do better than you. Yeah. That's what parents, that their children will struggle to do as much as they have done. And they have unique problems. So, I don't want to mention particular names, but there are some very wealthy people in Nigeria today who have children, their children are struggling to even work in the companies that they have created. And the, the children know that. Where do I want to start from? I work together. Yeah. Except they are able to break away from that space and create something else somewhere else. They feel that their fathers, their parents have built a, a, a um, they've built something too big. They've built shoes too big to wear. What is the kind of relationship you want to have with your children? How, what kind of legacy do you want to leave for your children? How do you want to structure that for your children? So, uh, once you have a clear picture of all of that, I'll just mention a few key things, and, and then we can go into the breakout session. Um, what is a family, essentially, and what is a Christian family? Um, I believe that there are a few essential things, like five essential things in what defines a family. One is common goals. So, some of these ideals of how do we want this family to be is what the partners need to discuss. Are we together? And even from time to time, what do we see? How do we see our children? The Bible says children are like arrows. Abi, in the quiver of the mighty. Abi, it means that you, you have a responsibility to guide them and release them into a greater future. Isn't that it? They are like arrows of a mighty man. So you put them in your, in your family and you project them to achieve their best. You fill them with confidence. You fill them with belief. You make them understand that they are not at a disadvantage because of where they are from or who they are. Rather, they are at an advantage. You show them the beauty in what God has invested in them and they enter the world with that confidence. I'll tell you something. I think one of the best things that my dad did for me 
uh, my parents, my dad and my mom, my dad in particular on this side, is that my dad was the, was the one who files, is the one that is documented, is a documented person. Every, almost everything about my growing up. You know when you read the Bible and you hear that Mary took note of the thing that Jesus was doing. Or Joseph, Joseph was growing up and his father took note of those things. My father was that kind of person who was taking notes. So my father had a record of my first word, the first day I stood up, the first day I, you know, I crawled, the first day I walked, the first travel I did in my life, um, my first results from school, you know, all of those things, my, 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 my palm prints, my feet prints as a baby, as in all those kind of details were kept by him that gave me some sort of a reference point to say that I can face the world with a lot more confidence than many other people who don't know their history. Do you understand? Recently, he sent me my primary one, my primary one third term results. You know, I said I found it while I was cleaning the house. This is your, you know, and the comments that he wrote that day when he got the results. In fact, there was a day I got a diary, his diary, the day I was conceived. The day I was conceived, there was a diary entry. Yeah? There was a diary entry that said, uh, my wife did not see her period today. Today's our first redless day. There was no red today. And these are the names we are thinking about giving the child. You know, so, <laughs> so, I had those kind of details. So, I, and what that does for you, I think, it, it allows you to, you, have, you, you see yourself maybe a bit stronger. You, you feel there's a sense of purpose, there's a, there's a stronger, richer sense of history to your life that probably just infuses you with an extra confidence, yeah? Now, those things were done. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking about, you know, but they were done. My name was, as in my name was formulated, when the Bible says, I, before I gave it to you, I knew you. I understand it. You know, I understand the, that journey of, of what my name could be, you know, of, what, of why it was, how it was derived. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. So, what am I saying? I'm saying that these children are arrows you are shooting to the future, being deliberate about them, having, and it's not saying you will be a doctor, Doctor Lomaka. That's not what I'm talking about. You understand? I remember when I finished from school. I finished from electrical engineering. I went home, and the first person I wanted to convince that I wasn't going to practice engineering was my dad. Okay, I, I don't know why. So I went to him and I said that I don't want to do engineering. I've done engineering. I've done well in the course. I've finished it. But I, I want to go into human resource development, people development. That's where I want to go. And my dad told me, I can't forget. And this was, you know, not many years ago. He said to me, they would have observed you. I've looked at your life and I've seen that you enjoy teaching. You enjoy helping people. You enjoy helping people do better and grow. And I've seen how it has helped you progress as well. I have no problems at all if that's how you want to spend your life. You have my blessings. Okay, so I think our desires and our ultimate dreams for them may not specifically you know, come to pass, but our greatness, our desire for their greatness or their beauty will not, you know, will, will happen, will not be compromised the moment we, we, we are strategic in how we shoot them. So you, need to have a, so you need to have common goals. Both of you need to work together and be clear what are the goals we have for our family. What are the goals we have for our children? What are the goals we have for our finances? What are the goals we have on how our family will be used as a platform by other families? Are we together? By God's grace, from my house to wedding ground, we have done seven. Seven families. Seven people who is was my house that they went to say, I do. Okay? And I think men, men, Men six, women one, I think. Women two, okay. Women two, seven, men, 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 men uh, five. That I've lived in my house since we married 20 years ago and married later or moved out to do other things from there, roughly about 16, 17. It means that in our 19 years plus of marriage, we 20 this year, We've always had somebody in the house. Yeah? Um, 
we have people who are, and is deliberately understanding that you are not blessed for yourself. You know, like Pastor was saying the verse today, a tree doesn't eat its own fruits. A river doesn't drink its own water. If God is blessing you, and if God will bless you, it's because of how he sees you are connected to other lives, and you can be a blessing to them. Today, I have, as in, I, I can't, when I say I have children, or I have people, as in, I have people who, I, I, and I think about this, so I ask myself, something happens, and I die. Maybe my wife also, you know, goes. Are we together? Yeah. What will happen to my children? There are many people that will fight and struggle to be the ones who will say, please, let them come to me. Let them come to me. You know, one of my, one of my family, family called me one day and he told me that, look, I have written my will. And in my will, if anything happens to myself and my wife, you are the one having my children. Yeah? Yeah. You are the one having my children. And when the person said it, I felt, wow, this person is thinking ahead. That's very good. So I was thinking in my head, who will have my own children? Okay, and I feel, yes, he can have my children as well. Yeah? But I can see a lot of people that will have my children. And maybe, maybe they are not going to be even young. Maybe they are not, of course, I don't expect it to happen like that. My agreement with God is not that I will die anytime soon. I'm going to go to 120 and kick the buckets deliberately. <laughs> this is the plan. You know, I will lie down and say, and then Adeolu gave up the spirit. I'll say, God, I'm about to give it up now. Children, have you heard this? I'll give it up. That's why I want to go. But God's, God's will be done. You know, but what am I saying? I'm saying that you need to agree. How will our family be? Sometimes you say, ah, we don't have enough. There was a time we didn't have enough. There was a time when so, when Allah was living with us, Allah was living with us, and he was also working with us. There were months when there was no money, 2006, where in the office, total money made in the month, 16K. 16K. I will say you, you are coming from a far distance, collect five. You, you are coming from a collect this. We, that were living together, will sort ourselves out. Are we together? Um, but we lived together. Lived in my house. From there, married. I left. Before he left, while he was planning to go, somebody else joined. I have, I have families in the UK. I have family in Germany. I have family in the US. I have family in different places where they spent one year, two years, three years, sometimes four years in my house. One of the reasons why I'm where I'm trying to check out today is because there's somebody in Abuja who says, ah, how will I come to Abuja? And I'll not stay in his house. I should come. I should come. Please, come to my house. You know, and I've been pushing, I pushed, I pushed, I pushed it till, till now. What am I saying? I'm saying, yes, the benefits of it may happen in this life. It may not. When I was doing, when we were doing those things, we were not even thinking of any benefits. We are just feeling somebody is standing, somebody needs help. Let's help. In the house today, we have three people in the house. Three. Okay? Um, ah, someone has a problem. No problem. There's peace. Ah, someone, no problem. Eh, no problem. There's no problem. Are we together? Um, someone called me once and said, Ah, you know, I have this project I'm doing. Let's see. We saw. Uh, so, what are you going to do? It? I, I plan to travel. When I travel, I'll try and work on it. Say, no, no, no. You need three months. There's space in my house. Come and stay here. Three months. Do it. Three months. Has he finished? No. Six months. One year. Says, sir, he has not finished, but it's almost finishing now. But I will need to hire like four people who will help us finish it. Four people joined in my house. We need space. Dining table. After they finish dining table. Do you understand? I'm saying the journey of life is, is supporting people, helping people, but it needs to be agreed. Yeah? So what are your common goals? So a family has common goals. They work together. Yeah? They work together. Many times in the days when it was guys, guys, guys. There was a season in my life, my family, where it was guys who were hosting. Guys. Now it's like it's ladies. It's moving to ladies. But when it was guys, 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 my guys know that the owner of the house 
It's my wife. That's the, that's the person who is commander-in-chief of the house forces. So what that means is, so I doesn't feel like, you're not coming to stay with the bachelor. You are really coming to stay with the married woman. And even though I'm your mentor, I'm the one you respect and love and all that and all that, you know, you're not, you, you, default, you default to my wife. And of course, they didn't have a problem with it. Everybody loved up. They, they saw us as one. When they created the image that we're one and we're one. And many of those families, I'm very excited about them because their wives give feedback. Their wife gives feedback and say, this is my husband. He does not, he doesn't stress me at all. And they say, what do we learn? As in, we learned it from you now. That he doesn't stress me. He doesn't come and say, I must eat what's available. is what I eat. Sometimes it's frustrating for my wife when she says, what do you want to eat? Anything. I don't, she's the timetable. She knows the timetable. I don't know the timetable. I don't care about the timetable. Now, that's not, it might not be you, that's me. And somehow, everybody who has lived with me has kind of like, you have gotten used to doing that in my house for two years. You're not likely to change. So nobody's under any pressure. The wives are happy. Um, to a very good degree, we don't end any quarter. We don't send to quarter. So people have lived with me for five years. They've not seen any quarrel. As in, somebody, there was one that lived my house that he would just leave, he would leave us to say, let me give them space so that if they want to quarrel, they want to do anything, they don't feel under pressure. After a while, by himself, he came and said, look, I've been looking at, I'm wondering what's going on here. Because I'm a Christian, I grew up in a Christian family. And I've been, as in, I don't know, how come? What's going on? I said, we're friends. Do we have our disagreements? Yes. But does it lead to, does it lead to anything? There's a rule. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Anything that is doing you must end that day. There's no argument that will make you sleep in a separate bed. I was together. I think one of you is not having sense. The other one must have sense. Somebody must have sense at every point in time. I was together. So, you have those basic rules that guide you. You fear God, like my mother said yesterday a lot of times. Fearing God is important. Now, as you're looking at it, you're wondering, and I think you cannot build an ideal that you don't even imagine exists. So, I'm sharing some of these things so that you can say, okay, what's possible? It's possible. I don't, by God's grace, this year will be 20 years. It doesn't feel like 20 years old. I'm sure that, if not that you, as in some people look at me and say, 20 years, How? How? <laughs> well, yeah, it's 20 years. And it's not, I've not reported that to anybody. She has not reported me to anybody. But she has people she can report me to. So that's also very important. You need to make yourself able to be, I think it's submitted to authority. Yeah. You need to have authority over your head, male or female. It's important. If you have a guy or a relationship, and for singles in the house as well, if there's someone you are dating that nobody can call to order, may they not run mad. Because on the day, or the day something happens to them, and there's nobody to call, what do you have? You have a loose cannon. So I think it's always, we call it, have rope. Marry someone that has rope. So that when the person is running far away, someone can pull the rope. And say, one B, what's going on? But if someone doesn't have rope, it means that it means that on the day they say they are not in again, nobody can talk sense to them. Work together. Number three, share roles and responsibilities. Share roles and responsibilities. Have this is what you do. Good cop, bad cop. This is what you do, this is what I do. I think it's important. It's also important that you agree. One of the easiest ways to spoil children is for the parents to disagree. A child will mine it. And it doesn't matter whether they are three months old or three years old. Children will mind disagreements. Bible says, whenever two or three agree, there's power. There's power to cause discipline and force certain behaviors when two couples agree. When there's no agreement, you will be raising rebels. And it may not be obvious. It may not be obvious. But raising rebels. And it's important that you agree. It's important they don't have, if daddy doesn't agree, go to mommy. Mommy will find a creative way to support you without daddy knowing. Disaster is looming. Um, I've seen, I've seen a, a couple divorce because the children mind it. You know, and of course, after a while, the, children, the child regretted it. 
But it was too late. We've already separated. Um, so, share responsibilities. And then, of course, mutual respect. Yeah? And I think, I don't know. Sometimes the difference between husband and wife is so much academically or so much materially or so much in one area of life that the self-respect is missing. And it's really a lie. It's just not recognizing the other person's value enough. That's what it is. No matter how high... I say, what's an education? What exactly is an education? You know, what exactly are you pricing so highly? Is it spiritual revelation? No matter how high your revelation is, no matter how far apart you think you're from your wife, you better invest in finding out their uniqueness and their unique differences. And the reason why God brought them into your life because there's a gap that they are filling. And if we don't recognize and put sufficient value on that gap, there will not be mutual respect. Your wife will be, I've said it, go and do it. And you will be missing out on so many values because you don't recognize that person's uniqueness. And it's particularly very dangerous for, for guys that are maybe blessed. You know, you, people like me feel like, ah, I know now. I know what I'm doing. I have, I have you know, 20 years vision. And blah, blah, blah. You may not recognize the value of the other party. But the party is better than you in many areas. You just need to be humble enough to see it. And understand that one plus one is greater than three. Greater than two. Yeah? That if one chases a thousand, two can put ten thousand to flight. But that's by understanding not your similarities, your differences. In synergy, differences are more important than similarities. And that's why they say differences need to be celebrated, not tolerated. Are we together? Man plus man will not give us children. Woman plus woman will not give us children. What makes them productive is their difference. Are we together? The world can sign gay and sign all lesbian and say LGBTQ and two all they're just population reducing tactics. That's what they are. They are tactics. The government is supporting also because they feel our population is getting too much. Population reducing tactics. At the end of the day, you realize the only way to produce is difference. And because that person is different from you, listen to them. Pay attention to them. Because there is value they are offering. If you are not taking the value they are offering, you are, you will be Johnson. You will not know you are Johnson. The same thing with your person I saw, what you had built with 50 million naira plus. Ah! I'm like, ah! And he told me, he said, he said I have other friends that you can help. I said, we'll help you too. You need to leave this place. It doesn't make any sense. Send me pictures. I'm like, ah, what's this? He's just spending money. Solar. <laughs> Solar panel. <laughs> this chick, he wants to leave inside the refrigerator. That's their destination. Well, please, take it easy. So, mutual respect. And then love and forgiveness. Love and forgiveness. Listen, gentlemen, love is not something we do when it's convenient. Love is supposed to be our lifestyle. Jesus Christ said, By this shall all men know you are my disciples, when you have love one for another. And the foundation of the love that your children will carry to the world is what they see in the family. Foundation of the love that you express in other places, the unit where the world starts, where everything starts, where church starts, everything starts from family. And that place needs to be a center of love and forgiveness. I have a couple friends that always discuss a very interesting concept called advanced forgiveness. And the question is, what, what can't you forgive? There are many things that you can't forgive in your mind, mentally. Ah! Hey! If my husband should do that one, you should just forget about it. Amen. But there's really nothing. I can't be forgiven. Particularly if you are forgiving, forgiving it in advance. <laughs> and I think that's what God's grace does to us as well. Bible says, uh, uh, I think message translation says, this aggressive forgiveness, you know, the ag- aggressive mercy and forgiveness cannot be matched 
by the condemnation. As in, it's as if God's grace is stronger than the Lord's hold. It means God, God forgives you aggressively and in advance. The blood did not wash only what you have done. He also washed what you did after the blood was shed. Um, and I like to just you know drop that there that we need to love and forgive. So that's the conversation uh, this morning, just basically setting us out on on, on what we uh, what we want to cover. So the next thing we are going to do is we'll break out, and the breakout is questions and answers. If you have no questions, the breakout will last ten minutes. <laughs> I'm happy for the breakout to to be done. Um, how many of us are here? Three, six, nine, twelve. 15, 18, 21. Okay, so roughly, that means we can still play. We can still play a game. I'll still like us to play, because I can see some faces here now that were not here yesterday. And I'm thinking there's something we can do. Let's say, I've been praying in my heart for God to give me revelation about how I want to do something. It's looking like, I was telling my wife that I think I've gotten it. Um, but I'm not fully sure yet. But what I've gotten so far is that what I've gotten so far is I'm thinking of leaving a board in Abuja and creating a structure around it for us to be able to use it as a tool to get a lot more people enlightened. Um, so how the dimension of that will work, I'm processing my mind. I'll be done before we go. But I think that if I look at how significantly it has helped my thinking and how significantly it has empowered me to help many people's thinking, I think it would be great if there was such a structure that allowed us to have at least one person stationed in every city in Nigeria and we can centrally deploy and harvest people to come and play also becomes a, 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 an entry for engagement of people and all that as well but it's getting from my mind so i want us to play again and i'll be thinking about that as we progress um but i believe that so why we break our session well you can ask questions now i'll tell you what i've observed my observation is um my observation on the surface from what i can see is that we are we are doing okay generally from a family point of view my observation is you know there is no the body language shows that people are comfortable with their spouses you know the the current realities are not looking bad um i don't know anything about the aspirations and the goals and the dreams and the plans and all of those things the fine details but when we have the question and answer sessions, we can talk about some of those things if you want to ask questions. But like I said, I will not answer what you don't ask. Anything that you didn't ask, I hope that this 30 minutes, 45 minutes, the clock is not showing me again. I've already answered it. I've <laughs> uh, already answered it. Uh, the clock is not showing. So when I saw the clock was not showing, I felt that the Holy Spirit was in charge. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit has helped me to shake away the... Because when I see zero, zero, I know what to say. But when I see blue, red, green, I'm just thinking, bala blue. <laughs> <Is that what? laughs> so, ah, uh, <laughs> oh God, 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 God is God is God is working on Nigeria. I like the song you sang. It's his his kingdom. Yeah, it's his kingdom. He surrender to his kingdom. So, um, so we we'll have question and answer sessions. We we'll break out. And then from there, we'll go to the game. We'll play for one hour. It means we're going to stop it when it is very sweet. Uh-huh. And then address some very fundamental and key issues as well. Uh, then in the evening, we'll com- continue with financial wisdom for couples. Uh, and then we'll talk about wisdom for men, wisdom for women. And then we'll talk about, yeah talk about a few things, and then we'll peg it somewhere there. Um, and then on Sunday, by God's grace, we'll cap it all up. So please, can we separate? Men? Women? Or? Oh, 
the other room. Okay? Okay, men should go there. Okay, women can stay here. So, men, please, let's go to the other room. <laughs> I know that men like the other room. Uh, you know, eh? One of, what? is that the blue room? <laughs> it's different. <laughs> now, there's something, there's, like I said to you, there are many dimensions, yeah? Uh, there are many dimensions in marriage. I don't know, you know, probably, probably need to do a week-long what I'm looking forward to doing one of these days is like a four days, all day, all night retreat. So that we can talk about everything. Sex, finance, romance, communication, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're planning something like that in Lagos. We're trying to do a two-day one for starters. Uh, but yeah, some people can, we can definitely look at. Um, because, there, like I said, there are many idea- areas. Well, of course, it starts with identifying what the ideal, what you believe is ideal, and then work it towards. So, let, men, let's go to Azaru. This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. We believe you were blessed as you listened. Join us for a Sunday service at Metamorphosis Christian Center, Stanford Dialysis Building, beside Africa International College, opposite Sun City, Kaura District, Abuja. You can link with us on Facebook and YouTube at Metamorphosis NG. Metamorphosis Christian Center, reaching, raising, releasing.